Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment on Inside Sources for the week. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. It is always great to be with you here on KSL News Radio. We are Utah's home, uh, where you want to come to work through all of this stuff. Uh, it's a place for inside and information, up to the minute uh, breaking news, uh, and a host of other things that will just help you manage through just a little bit better. Uh, we are your all day companion right here on KSL News Radio. And as I uh, look at how we round out the week here, of course, well, the movie show will be on tomorrow. And I want to give you some final thoughts, some things to think about as you roll into your weekend. Uh, always a good time to to ponder and reflect a little bit. And we're, we're at a really interesting phase uh, as we start tomorrow, as some of those uh, recommendations will begin to be eased just a little bit, a, a reminder that some things will begin to open up a little bit and people will begin to gather a little bit, social distancing, of course. Uh, masks are a big part of this process and a big part of the discipline we need to engage in. Uh, if you missed our first segment today, uh, we uh, shared some of the interview I did with Joseph Grinney yesterday uh, about uh, this danger gap that we're entering into as we start to ease things up. There is a danger gap. And it requires us to be better and to be more vigilant than we have been. It's actually easier to be isolated at home. It's harder when you have to start engaging in the economy and engaging in society. Uh, and that's the test. And will we do it? Will we have the discipline to put the mask on when we go into the grocery store or when we're interacting a little more uh, closely with the, the general public? Uh, are we making sure we're keeping that uh, social distancing, the proper spacing as we're at the gym working out or as we're getting a haircut or uh, nails done at a salon? It, it requires more. It's harder. It's harder to have a little more freedom. And so we have to remember that. And we have to remember also that uh, we've been through some tough things before as a country. I, I, I just have been talking to a lot of people that really feel exhausted. They're just kind of tired and like, ah, I don't know if we can sustain this that much longer. Uh, can we really get back up? And so you have to keep the proper perspective. We've, we've climbed mountains like this before. Uh, mountains are always a, a good model and a good metaphor for us when we're thinking about uh, doing hard things. That climb is always difficult. And, and we have to choose to do it, to choose to engage it. Uh, it's uh, understanding that when you do climb, you get a view from a little higher up that changes your perspective. And really helps you to understand where you are and, more importantly, where you can go next. And so getting that perspective is is really important. Uh, when we think of, of mountains and mountain peaks, of course, the Matterhorn is uh, world famous. Uh, Summit has been uh, the, the place for hikers from around the world to go for a, a long, long time. Not an easy climb by far. Uh, over the years, uh, many, many a hiker uh, and climber has perished on that mountain. And really interesting, I, I'll never forget reading a, a piece by uh, author Becky Thomas, who was in the Deseret News years ago, but she described the uh, the village of Zermatt. We, we always think of uh, that's a place in Heber uh, here in Utah, but it's actually a, a village in, uh, in near the Matterhorn, the base of the Matterhorn. 
Uh, it's nestled high up in the mountain there. Uh, used to be that, you know, no cars were allowed in the village. You either had to hike your way or helicopter in. And uh, Becky Thomas told of the old custom. The old custom was that hikers who were going to attempt to scale the Matterhorn had to sign a release that if they died in their climb, that they were willing to be buried in Zermatt because nobody wanted to have to take them down the mountain. And she then described visiting the the little cemetery there in Zermatt. And she said she came uh, upon headstones of of some of those unfortunate climbers who had perished uh, trying to scale that legendary peak. And she said it was very interesting. Uh, She said there wasn't a sadness, but a confident, energetic power. And then she read one headstone that seemed to capture the real feeling. And the headstone chiseled in granite said, I chose to climb. And choosing to climb is is really a big deal. Choosing to climb, uh, choosing to do the hard thing, choosing to to rise above the mediocrity of the day. Uh, Henry David Thoreau said it well. He said, in the long run, we hit what we aim at. Uh, That's important. So we should always be careful (laughs) what we aim at. Uh, So we have to aim high. And aiming higher, pursuing the summit, uh, it's it's a challenge. And in our quest to do that, uh, we, we've got to think of things just a little bit different. I uh, shared on our social media page, if you haven't uh, followed us on Facebook or on Instagram, uh, now's a good time to do that. Uh, we're doing a, a daily message there. And as part of the daily message today, something to think about for the weekend, uh, I shared something I picked up years ago uh, from a good friend of mine, Barry Packer, uh, that really talks about this idea of why should we climb? Why should we push so hard? Why should we try to to rise above and and do that? That's, that's all hard stuff. And uh, this is this is the saying. It says why climb, and then it answers it. What is above knows what is below. What is below does not know what is above. So one climbs and one sees. One may descend and see no longer, but one has seen. And there's an art to conducting yourself in the lower regions of life by the memory of what you saw higher up. And so occasionally, as a country, as a community, as individuals, we get knocked down. We get knocked down from those mountain peaks. And it's at that moment that we need to remember the view from higher up. Because that's what will give us perspective. That's what will inspire us to begin to climb again. And that's really what we have to do. We, we've been knocked a bit, knocked down. This virus has uh, taken its toll, to be sure. But we should remember the great ingenuity of the people of this country. We should remember the great resiliency of the people of this country. Uh, we've been in situations like this before. We've been knocked down to the valley. But we've got to have that perspective of the view from higher up, because that's how we get there. So wherever you are on this journey, whether it seems close or far away, you got to choose to climb today, choose to be disciplined today. Whether it seems really rocky and uncertain, you got to choose to climb. Even if it seems really discouraging and depressing, you got to choose to climb. And we got to choose to climb together, six feet apart, socially distanced, but we can do this. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Great to be with you on KSL. 
As always, as you go throughout the day and throughout your weekend, make sure that you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.